if there was someone that would be almost impossible for me to impersonate, it would be it him. would be him. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Yeah, I no, can't. No. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> Have you seen him singing the Bilbo song? Yeah. Bilbo. 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 <laughs> I'd say that was a better impersonation. Welcome to the Web of Tomorrow. We're your host. I'm Adam Harris. And I'm Riley Carasquillo. Uh Today we're talking about uh, Code Katas, right? And, yeah, and a few other uh, websites, a few other... Yeah, things that go along with it. Yeah, things that kind of go along with it. So I've been checking out uh, CodeWars.com recently, and uh, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. I would love to look at more of it if I could get past this first challenge. Yeah, it's funny because so, so what what Code Wars is is it's it's like it's set of like thousands of different katas that you can try, and so maybe we should just explain what a kata is first. Yeah, go ahead. Or maybe we should start with explaining what a kata is in Japan. Oh well, take it away. I looked up katas and immediately I got this, you know like Japanese martial arts way of practicing or whatever. Yeah. What did you learn? So it's, it's like these patterns of movements and this is directly from Wikipedia practiced either solo or in pairs. Each is a complete fighting system with movements and postures of the kata being a living reference guide to the correct form and structure of the techniques. Uh, So it seems like it's kind of like this like procedural way of learning a uh, fighting system, you know? Yeah, actually, I remember doing katas when I was in karate. You were in karate? Yeah. Like, how far did you get? I was a like an orange belt with a two green stripes, I think. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. After that is green, and then purple stripe, and then purple belt, and then brown stripe, and then brown belt, and then black stripe, and then black belt. Oh, man. So there's still quite a bit more. You were like medium level. Yeah. Or, orange is after white belt. But you could kick someone quite swiftly in the nuts. I, I could have. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. <laughs> With accuracy. Yep. <laughs> and discipline. Okay, cool. So, what are what are coding katas then? Yeah. So it it's something based on the the Japanese or karate form. Um, it's something you can practice over and over. That's just like really quick. That kind of like solves a problem. It's just a little bit of code to solve a problem. And you don't have to do it the same way every time. But I haven't traditionally done them over and over. Traditionally, I've like written tests and then written code to solve that, pass the test. And on Code Wars, they already give you the tests that are written. So all you have to do is write the code to pass it. And yeah. I think if you want to, you can you can refine it over and over. but Or you can just move on because they've got thousands of different katas. So reading directly from the website, it says, challenge yourself on kata created by the community to strengthen different skills, master your current language of choice, or expand your understanding of a new one. And then as you scroll down, they have like all this stuff like, oh, it's better than college. And I learned so much more from this. 
But the whole idea is taking a someone who's new to this or someone who's not so super new and helping them learn uh, by doing incremental challenges, it almost seems like. Yeah, and each each challenge is like rated on how hard it is. Exactly. So one, one thing I'm excited about is my main language obviously is JavaScript, but if I'm learning a new language, I can go in here and practice that language by solving challenges. Wait, repeat that. I didn't quite understand what you were saying. So, so far I've only used JavaScript mm-hmm. in, these, in these katas, but they've got several different languages you can choose from as well. So if I learn a new language, I can come in here and do challenges in that language. And start building on your knowledge incrementally through... Yeah, so they've got Ruby and Python and Haskell and Java and Clojure and .NET. So one of the things that I was kind of interested in, uh, it's called Code Wars. I guess there's this element of competition as well to this website. Yeah, um, you've got a leaderboard that shows how you compare to other people. I think there's like a like a global leaderboard, but then you can also just look at a leaderboard between you and your friends that you know in GitHub. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Uh, another thing is you're trying to rank up. You start at eight Caillou, which is your level. Eight Caillou means you're eight levels away from being a master. And you level up Ooh. all the way to one Caillou, which means that you're a master. So this is like super Japanese-based. Yeah. Even though they do have um, they do have websites that are kind of focused and you just get on and they give you like a a challenge so like trying to figure out how to uh how to create a system that will automatically scan produce or whatever or groceries and things like that so like if you're buying eggs it will know the price when you just type in eggs this is one of the the katas that I was looking at was this, oh, okay. uh kind of like a re- register almost and it was you you had to be able to pass in a few different uh produce and grocery type things and get a price out of it and then it was supposed to sum those prices together and give you your your total yeah one of the katas i did was called weird string case you just had to write a function where it would take in a string and then every other letter would be capitalized that is interesting i mean we don't have to get into how you solved it but did you well, I, I will mention I will mention like one thing I did because immediately you have to figure out well how do I access every other letter? Yeah. So I wanted to get each character into an array, and so you just do a split. And normally when you split up a string, you're like splitting it up by commas. You know, maybe it's comma separated or something. But if you split it by a, a uh, empty string, then it splits it on every character. So I wanted to mention a few other websites that I thought were kind of cool. One is very similar to Code Wars, and this other one is completely different, but I think it's one of the most fun ideas for learning programming. And if you are having a hard time jumping into programming, this site is honestly super intriguing for you, I think. So the first one is, is a lot, quite a bit similar to Code Wars, Maybe not as developed, but it's a little bit more simple and straightforward, I think. It's called Code Chef. And uh, and I say it's simple and straightforward because it's not as uh, stringent 
I guess you could say, like you could just jump in and start practicing. And, and then when you feel ready, you can start challenging and doing competitions. They have like monthly competitions where you try to get to the top of these leaderboards. But the thing I thought was really cool. And if you're having a hard time getting into programming and, uh, or you want to teach your kids how to program and you want them to get interested by it, code combat is really fun. Have you heard of code combat? Yeah. I've played around in code combat a little bit. It's essentially a RPG that you play by programming and it's very procedural and engaging. Yeah. So, um, isn't there several options for what language you want to program in, right? Yeah. It looks like there's the, the default is Python. Okay. Yeah. I picked JavaScript when I did it. And then there's also Java coming soon. So the idea is that you kind of start off just like any other video game would, especially an RPG video game where you pick out a character. There's a female and a male character. They've got like damage and health and, and special abilities that they can do. And instead of using, you know, like arrows or arrow keys, I mean, and mouses, your mouse, your mouses, your <laughs> mousies, instead of using your mouse, you code and you program and you tell your character what to do. And you try to navigate this map with coding. <laughs> and, and it's super fun. There's like this little bit of music. And like kill, kill bad guys and stuff. Yeah, you kill bad guys. And, uh, and so it's pretty fun. So I think another th- cool thing about Code Combat is I think all the source code for the, for the actual website behind the scenes, I, I think it's all free and open source. And so people can contribute to the code that's running it. That is super cool. So this is kind of a community project. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a company, but they just made it open source. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on GitHub slash code combat slash code combat. Nice. And there's actually another thing that's kind of like code combat in that it's a game, but it's kind of more for adults. It's called Elevator Saga. And you're basically oh. programming elevators to pick people up on different floors. You start off, with I think, with just like one elevator and your first challenge is to transport 15 people in 16 60 seconds or less and you've only got like three floors to deal with in the first challenge why they that's that's super interesting why did they pick elevators you know for like okay let's have a game for adults elevators <laughs> adults love elevators <laughs> i don't know i mean for me an elevator seems like something that it actually makes sense to program it like they are something that are programmed in the real world. That's true. But so are a lot of different things nowadays, yeah. like cars. <laughs> that would be what difficult. Kind of, what kind of coding goes into uh, self-driven cars? What oh, are they well, using for that? I don't know. I'm sure it's complicated. Because I know that for like AI, well, deep learning type stuff, they use R. And Python is becoming quite popular for programming uh, machine learning and AI and deep learning type stuff. Hmm. Uh, anyways, what kind of uh, listening ship do we, are we getting now? I think we have about 100 listeners. 100 active listeners? Yeah, I think so. It's hard to tell, you know, kind of ambivious. Ambivious? I, I was trying to is think of a word. word? I was trying to think of a word. Ambiguous? Am- ambiguous. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
It's a cross oh, between ambiguous and obvious. There you go. Ambivious. Hey, if Shakespeare can do it, we can do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So we've got some some active listeners out there. Well, if you want to make yourself known, like, subscribe. I'm guessing this actually might be subscriptions, but we'd love to hear your comments and what you would like to hear a little bit more of. And feel free to reach out to us anytime on Twitter. We have a Web of Tomorrow podcast, or I guess it's Web of Tomorrow FM Twitter. So you can tweet at us at Web of Tomorrow FM. And of course, we are on iTunes and we're pretty much trying to get anywhere and everywhere we can because we've got this great message. And this message is you can program. Doesn't matter how crappy you are at everything else in your life, you won't be crappy at this. <laughs> so come join us on this journey. <laughs> this journey of learning next time on the web of tomorrow we'll talk about javascript's presidential campaign and whether or not it'll do well in the primaries (laughs) 